0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A.
0: It's Billy Hollowell, and I'm here today with Amos Dodge, Pastor Amos Dodge. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well, Billy. Thank you.
0: So... You know, we're we're here today to talk about this amazing event that you've put on. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is the thirty seventh year. Is that correct?
1: This is. It is our thirty seventh year. Somebody's getting old. I was there at the first (laughs) one, so
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just gonna say to you, I actually am thirty one, so this started before I was born.
1: Oh my goodness! Don't tell me that. That's a little scary.
0: Well, this this <laughs> this particular event uh, for listeners uh, is the Easter sunrise service, and and this is a pretty cool thing. I mean, you've done this as we said thirty seven years. It's on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and I love. I mean, I just love the Lincoln Memorial. I think it's one of those places you go and you just it's like you're in awe. You know when you when you go yeah. and you visit. Um, tell me a little bit about the history and how did you guys get started doing this almost four decades ago?
1: Well, you know what? It's, it's really interesting. I was just on the national mall that goes, you know, from the Lincoln all the way to Capitol dome to Capitol Hill. And I was just uh, walking around the Lincoln Memorial on a, just a wonderful spring day in 1979 and past the Lincoln, the reflecting pools there. And I had what I thought was a thought but now I look back and say it must have been a whisper from heaven. Um, and it was just, hey, why don't have an Easter sunrise service here at the Lincoln Memorial? So I went back and talked to some friends and said, hey, what about a sunrise service at the Lincoln Memorial? And the first friend said, no, nobody would come. And I said, well, who would you talk to? And they said, well, uh, the park service. So I went to the park service, said I'd like to hold a conduct an Easter sunrise service at the Lincoln World what do I do and they gave me a little form I think it was just two pages now it's a whole book of forms we fill out but anyway (laughs) um we said okay we got a permit to do it and we came back on Easter morning had about 120 people the first Easter uh right there at the reflecting pool and everybody said this is awesome let's do it again so every year people say, let's do it again, and we keep coming back. This is the 37th year.
0: How many people would you say showed up that first year?
1: I think the first year, I've got some pictures, and I've been trying to evaluate it, and only actually got two pictures, I think. And I think it was about 120, 150 people that first year.
0: And how many people came last year?
1: Uh, we, I don't like people who stretch numbers, so we actually count and we know that we can't get an exact count, but we're we're between six and seven thousand people every Easter now if the weather's uh, not just really really bad. And so last year was somewhere between six and seven thousand people.
0: What it what do you think it is now obviously this is an outdoor service it's Easter which I think Easter sort of that one holiday I mean Christmas too but really Easter where you know you might not be a churchgoer every week but you're showing up on Easter if you have any sort of attachment to to church and you know but what do you think it is that draws so many people out for this event
1: boy what a great question um, I think first just that we've done it long enough that people know it's going to happen, rain or shine. One year, it was literally, it, was, it rained all night, which means people got up in the rain, drove in the rain, got out of their car, walked toward the Lincoln. We were going to cancel because we couldn't even set up the proper sound system. And I saw umbrellas coming from everywhere. And under the umbrellas, obviously, are people. And uh, so we did it. There were 950 or 975 that year. And that's the year we decided we'll do it rain or shine. So one thing I think people know, but um, there's something about the place. It's the Lincoln Memorial, Washington D.C. Reflecting pool. It's a perfect place for a sunrise because you're going to get the sun coming up over the Capitol Dome, uh, down the Mall, past the over the Washington Monument. Uh, but again, I think beyond that, it's this the power of what we're doing. We're declaring. To our city, to our nation, to our world, Christ is risen. We don't try to build our church from it. We don't try to promote causes. We just we're there for one clear stated purpose to declare Christ is alive. And people respond and the next year they bring their friend and then they tell their family members and their family members' friends and it just keeps growing every year.
0: Now and I should mention you're the pastor of Capitol Church and you're right there outside of Washington DC, right?
1: Yeah, we're on the Virginia side. We're in the in the Washington suburbs on the Virginia side. We're about 15-20 minutes when there's no traffic to the heart of the city.
0: Yeah, and I think it's fascinating. I mean, this is a place where I mean, this is the centerpiece of America, right? This is the capital of the United States and you know, I would imagine and I haven't watched all of your past sermons uh, that that have happened on Easter for the sunrise service, but what, how do you decide what you're going to speak about, and particularly today? I mean, we're just um, a couple of days out now from Easter. So how do you decide what you're going to speak on, and then how do you, um, you know, put that sermon into action on, the, on that Sunday?
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, you know, I've done it. This is our 37th year, and I've looked back over the years to my notes and previous sermons, and every year I decide, you know, there probably is not another Easter sermon in the Bible. And uh, and so I go to some pretty serious prayer, and uh, I'll see a scripture in a way I've never seen it before, or a thought, and um, it just begins to grow from there. Um, I, this year, one of the things I'm pondering is that uh, the amazing thing about Jesus was that uh, his life began and ended with an impossibility. He came through a virgin's womb, and he left through an empty tomb. So it's amazing when you think about this man's life. uh, He came into our world through a door marked no entrance, the virgin's womb. He left our world through a door marked no exit. Everybody knows once you die, you can't get out of that. But he came back from the grave on the third day. So we're going to be here to celebrate the resurrection again.
0: And, you know, let me ask you, when you're putting that, the message together, I mean, do current events impact you? Or the Because, thi- I mean, again, you're in Washington, um, and, you know, this is a place a lot of people look to for answers or to criticize. I mean, gosh, you know, it's, it's, so much is happening there. Is, is the current sort of landscape, socially, politically, does that ever infuse what you talk about, or do you try to sort of avoid that?
1: No, no. I, you, you, it's always wise to talk about things that people are thinking about or they're occupied with. Uh, one example that comes to mind a few years ago, uh it's been several years, actually, but it stands out in my mind, uh, Marshall Applewhite was one of the proclaimed messiahs, and he, he said he was going to take his followers to join a comet or something, and then committed suicide and and with some of his followers. Jim Jones, of course, years before that, took uh, several hundred to the grave. And so what I said that Easter, because the media was covering it so, so uh, thoroughly, you know, these false messiahs that rise from time to time, and I said, every messiah, self-proclaimed messiah that has come on the scene uh, has taken people to the grave with them. Only Jesus Christ the true Messiah said, you don't have to go to the grave with me. I'll go to the grave for you. And he came back alive. So, um, and the media picked it up and it was broadcast around the world on CNN and some other things, I think that year, because you, you're dealing with things that are current and, um, that, you know, that's, uh, uh always on my mind when I'm preparing for Easter.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and I think it's always interesting when you have sort of the events happening, and and right now it's almost like, what event would you pick? Because there's so much there's so much going on. I feel like right now in the world, um, and and people. Can, well, and I'm
1: watching every day. I really am. I'm just uh, thoughtfully. I listen to the news. I think where does that fit? How does that answer an Easter? How does Easter answer that kind of a question? It's kind of funny. The, the, the I think about four years ago the the. Uh, Weather forecast was the big issue that week. Hey, it's going to be thirty. It's going to be twenty-nine degrees uh at sunrise on Easter. So two networks called me, said, "Hey, Pastor, can we do an interview?" One wanted me at the Lincoln, and so I went down, and Lincoln's in the background. The reporter's in front of me, and said, "Pastor, it's going to be twenty-nine degrees at Easter. What are you going to do with your sunrise service?" And I said. Uh, there's no record of Jesus checking the temperature on Golgotha before he said yes to the cross. <laughs> so we will be here to celebrate the resurrection, no matter the temperature. I love it. And <laughs> and again, it it addresses the, the current situation. And seriously, even today, I'm looking at headlines, I'm listening to news. God, what is, what's in, going on in the world that Easter has an answer to? So it'll somehow be incorporated into into Sunday morning.
0: So let me just give you a second to plug this, because I think it's it's important. You know, people who want to see this event who can't be in Washington, D.C., how do they do that?
1: Well, for the first time ever, we're actually live streaming. And uh, so they could go to eastersunrise.com and to get live stream, it'll also be archived there. So even if they're not up at 6.30 our time and whatever it might be, I was in Dubai a few weeks ago, and that's really where the idea came. A man there said, please, Pastor, would you live stream the Easter service at the Lincoln Memorial? If you will, we'll gather a group in Dubai, and we will watch and celebrate the resurrection with the people at the Lincoln Memorial. So that began the process. We've never live streamed before, but we will this year, and I'm sure from now on, uh, at eastersunrise.com.
0: Excellent, excellent. We'll make sure we link out to that for people who uh, would like yeah, to watch. Thank you. Let, let thank me. You. What? Who is? Well, before I ask you this, do you get? Do you get politicians there? Do you get a lot of? I know a lot of citizens come out. Do you get celebrities, politicians? Are there ever interesting people who sort of pop up that you didn't realize will be coming?
1: Uh, yeah, we we don't. The nature of what we do is that we don't want to highlight who might be there and sometimes we don't know uh... but a few several years ago again now i guess it was uh... uh the attorney generals uh, under reagan uh... ed Meese, was there but but you know they don't come for. we don't even recognize it we don't say hey it's glad to have so-and-so here today uh, for the most part congress is out of town on easter they do spring break and they you know shut down Congress for a couple of weeks so most of them are gone but we will have what uh, we've had and, and do have congressmen and senators um the great thing about this service is it spans so many denominations, and then it's the rich, the poor, the powerful, the powerless, uh, the saved, the unsaved, people who are coming to celebrate Christ, and then people who are just coming to investigate. What is this Easter thing all about? So that's why we love it, because it really does reach a broad span of people, even people of other faiths that we know come to see why are these Christians celebrating at 6.30 in the morning? And that's fun to see all the time.
0: What are these crazy Christians doing at 6.30 in the morning in the cold? Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, And then we'll get, we always get some feedback, not always, but from time to time we'll get feedback, because we're very strong. This service today is to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. So, you know, and I I will draw the comparisons and say... Uh, you can go to the grave of any of the other great leaders of the other great religions of the world, of any of the religions of the world, and their tomb is marked occupied. Only the tomb of Jesus in Jerusalem is vacant. And I'll make that. It's a very strong statement of why we're here at the Lincoln Memorial today. And I'll get a little pushback every now and again. How dare you? Um, you know, at the Lincoln Memorial, be so dogmatic, and and I just... So we start our services now by saying, this is not a politically correct service. If you want a politically correct Easter, you'll need to go somewhere else, because we're here to celebrate the fact that Jesus rose from the dead.
0: I love it. You're on, You're honest, you're there to do it, and that's the purpose of Easter, right? So those who want to celebrate, that's what they're there to do. They're not there to... You know, hear some general message. Yeah,
1: I, I think I said last year, this is our party, and you're welcome to stay and celebrate with us. But but you need to know, this is our party today.
0: Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Is there anything you'd want people to know that maybe we haven't talked about?
1: Um. No, if they have to be local and are coming, just bring a blanket because it, it's uh, even when the weather's great, it's still that morning chill. And uh, arrive early because seriously, people start coming an hour, hour and a half before the service to get a a good place. And uh, it's just it's going to be a great celebration this year. We obviously we have uh, Michael Tate, uh, the Newsboys, and singing what I call—I don't know what the Newsboys call it—I call it an Easter anthem because they so strongly declare that song's just going around the world right now, uh, that we believe in the resurrection, we believe that he's coming back again. So it's just going to be a great, great, great celebration this year. Well, thanks
0: a lot, and good luck.
1: Thank you so much, Bill. It's just a delight to talk to you. Appreciate it so much.